special episode of the Comfort Monk podcast. Oh yeah, live from a zoom, a zoom, zoom, and your boom, boom. We got, uh, we got, got some more people on mic than usual. Do you want to uh, say hey? Hey. That's Brett Nash saying hey. Hey, what what's up? I'll also say hey. Yep, that's Henry Riggs saying hey, and this is Dylan, co-host of the Comfort Monk Podcast. All right, today we've got Brett Nash and Henry Riggs on the show as guest hosts. They are speaking with Paul Rust and Michael Cassidy of Don't Stop or We'll Die, which I was really excited to get on the show. I recently rewatched the Netflix series Love, and I forgot that they kind of incorporate, not this project, but a musical project of Paul and uh, and Michael's into this show, and it's pretty hysterical the way they do it. But uh, yeah, thanks for helping us out, Brett and Henry. How'd it go? Beautifully. It was a dream come true. Uh, I couldn't have done it without Henry either. I uh, When we did the Sloppy Boys episode, I, I thought of Henry, and I was like, I knew Henry was a fan, and I felt bad that I didn't get him involved somehow, and then this was just uh, fate saying that this should happen this time. Oh, man. And Henry, any time there was a silence, uh, Henry would fill it in. Whereas if I, he weren't there, I would just nervously be like, uh, well, um, what, what do you like about music? Uh, it was where fun. Where do you get the ideas for your songs? Where, yeah, what, where do you get your ideas from? Uh, <laughs> man, we had a blast. They were super fun. I was honored to be asked to talk to these guys we were drinking tequila sunrises the whole episode and i'm i'm very curious because i think every now and again we have a little clankety clankety on the ice cubes <laughs> in the tequila sunrise well i finally got a chance to listen to their song a day podcast and you're right brett that was a great listen it's a short little episodes 20 minutes or so uh, and they've only put two out so far, but they seem like they're going to be doing that pretty regularly. But they've also been doing all of those live stream sets and Twitch sets, and yeah, they seem to be being pretty productive with their kind of quarantine time. They're making the best of it, for sure. Their Twitch yeah. live stream is awesome. I'd highly recommend it. It's over, it's over on their channel, Don't Stop or We'll Die. Um, we talk about it in the episode, but they... They work with this really cool, like old school video equipment, and it just gives the whole stream a, a neat little throwback vibe. Nice, a lot of yeah, great wipes. Cool. A lot of great wipes. Great wipes. Nice. So, did the conversation focus mostly on like, you know, the records and and just the project? Don't stop or we'll die as a whole, or did y'all kind of talk? I just, was I, mean, I was knee deep in Tequila Sunrises, so I only kind of remember what we talked about. <laughs> oh, well, let, maybe we should just let it, you know, we always are worried that we let a lot of the cat out of the bag in these intros. So yeah. maybe we can, this could be our mystery episode. You get yeah. it when you get it. We bounce, yeah. around a lot. We, we bounce around a lot. It'll be a choose your own adventure podcast. Hell yeah. Nice. Well, how about this? Let's just, let's stop the chit chat here. Let's just say, we'll let the conversation speak for itself. And you guys won't have a clue what we're going to talk about. I don't know. I wasn't Ooh. even there. Yeah, I haven't even heard it yet. <laughs> yeah, so I, might, I, I probably won't hear this until the episode comes out. So if you listen to the Comfort Monk podcast, though me and Eddie make this thing, we're going to experience it at the same time as you. Except for Eddie, because he edits it, so he'll hear it. But I'm going to experience <laughs> it with you. There's part of it where I took a bathroom break, so even some of it's even new to me. That's true. Oh. Eddie, when you edit it, try not to listen so that it's new for you when <laughs> it comes out, too. I'll edit yeah. intuitively. I'll just kind of find places that, like, the waveform looks kind of shitty, and I'll be like, oh, this is probably a lull. I'll cut this, nice. yeah, this exactly. waveform out. Nice. Only peaks in there. Only peaks. Yeah. Well, Brett, thanks for taking time to get with us today, and Henry, too. Thanks for both of you making the time to record the episode back when you guys did that and i know uh, so much oh, and for having us shout out to uh lindsey from fnb radio for bringing a cool thing that uh was like leaked. i don't know oh yeah 100 cool percent. we had a friend rescue us in the in the recording process and bring her like podcast equipment 
Oh yeah. Well, Henry, I mean, Brett's already very much so in rotation as a guest host. But if you're if you're down, man, we'd love to have you back. Always, in man. The I was I was honored to be asked. Always down. Well, uh, consider yourself part of the club, man. We want you hey, back. That's very nice. Thank you. Aww. All right, guys. Well, let's uh, let's uh, hear this here. Don't stop or we'll die. Interview on the Comfort Monk podcast. six hours before a show like right about now perfect yes and then o'clock when we actually go on i'll be just complete garbage <laughs> perfect perfect yeah what a process is <laughs> it warm up or wear out who knows yeah. well yeah, mike sick. you know that's we're awesome. we're ready for an interview because i just uh dumped yeah. coffee all over myself oh I don't yeah <laughs> perfect it's, uh, <laughs> mike knows that's a life a uh, long tradition of mine or at least the last decade is just constantly dumping coffee everywhere. good to know i'm not the only one I yeah. rocking yeah. coffee. Yeah. What you guys rocking noon? What time? Eleven noon? What time yeah. are you guys oh, over it's, here? It's it's like quarter to one. Yeah. Guys, what time is it for you guys? We're we're a little closer to four. Closer to four. Yeah. Oh, what a uh, where you guys live? Charleston, South Carolina. <laughs> oh, beautiful. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, um, that's cool. I'm trying to think of y'all because y'all have never really y'all mostly when you go to the east coast it's more northwest northwest northeast. Right. Yeah. Like, gotta, I, the I, Northwest East Coast. The Northwest <laughs> of the East Coast. <laughs> um, yeah, we've really only done um, Philly and New York and DC and Boston. I've been. Um, uh, listening, I've been listening to a lot of uh, interviews with uh, Stephen Malkmus of Pavement, and he sings South Carolina's praises all the time. Hey! Nice. Oh my gosh, Wait, I have, wait, really? He does? Does he? <laughs> yeah, his. I think his dad went to school there, and uh, but maybe God, I'm I, mistaken. But uh, I thought uh, I knew a it's lot. Funny, I, how could I have not noticed that shirt? I, I almost thought that, that was on purpose. No, growing up, I would look at uh, skater T-shirt catalogs, and they would have that shirt. And I, <clears throat> Mike knows the other one that I like, which is like it's the one that's like a. The Manhattan logo with the skyline, but yep. instead of yeah. Manhattan, it says pavement. That's a good one, too. Classic. Yeah. We, ri- yeah. we ripped it off. We did. Yeah, we <laughs> tried to rip that off uh, for a logo of our own. And everybody um, thought we Okay, were I'm ready now, guys. We're waiting on me. Sweet. Okay, yeah. Here. We're good. Um, all right, Mike. You want to do Ready? it? Okay. One, one two, two, three. Are you embarrassed? Uh. <laughs> And that reminded me, I just listened to we the March Doughboys episode you did, and there was just a moment when y'all all were trying to count off to, like, what oh. your announcement was. And then, like, just, you're like, everybody's announcing, and one of them's like, three! <laughs> <laughs> it's also yeah. so, I, so funny, like, the nervousness yeah. of, like, the, and, it, it, uh, and now. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Oh, oh love my it. gosh. I bet you've interviewed some some uh, folks in bands, though, that just have the confidence to really clap hard. <laughs> really go for it. We're True not pros. Those guys. Lars, Lars Ulrich is happy to <laughs> clap hard. I just interviewed him happy to clap earlier hard. this month, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. Um, uh, oh, yeah. This will be my first podcast interview really Brett's the podcast this, guy honestly truth be told second um comfort monk they kind of they kind of asked me to do sloppy boys a few months ago because big fans uh-huh. of both y'all and sloppy boys and then dylan just said like god don't stop or we'll die want to do that and here we are here we are so hey, thank you it's a nice time that all right out. let's Fun. see i i um i had a hard time thinking of questions so um i looked up good questions on Google and the first question that popped up was, "What do you know about our company, and why do you want to work here?" 
Well, well I just see a lot of paths for upward mobility, and I like the way that you integrate your personnel, and I just uh, I think it'd be a great home for us. Also, that's us what here. I would say in a job interview. <laughs> yeah, additionally, us here at uh, DSOWD Inc. Oh. Oh, think wow. a lot about our musical notes and tones and chords, <laughs> and uh, we think you're right for the job. Thank you. Oh, so Great. we're applying for the job. Great now. answers. Great uh, answers. You're hired. That is a, yeah, you, that's well, a good that's interview like move to, to turn, ar- <laughs> turn it around on the interviewer. Now I'm the interviewee. Mm-hmm. So uh, I guess we'll just let you guys take care of the questions now. All right, great. Keep everybody on their toes. <laughs> <laughs> well done. So, yeah, you got a live stream coming up tonight. I mean, well, this this episode will come out after it, but uh, I don't know. Do you have plans for any in the future that you're willing to announce for a podcast that may come out in two weeks? <laughs> uh, we won't have any live streams that we'll be able to announce, uh, but we can definitely talk about the podcast that will be ongoing, and by the time this comes out, there'll be a few episodes yeah the song ready week. for your Sweet. little ears yeah and mike how does it how does it or y'all uh remind me how does it work out that like um anybody can go back to twitch and just watch the 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 streams later so you can't you can watch yeah I, sweet i think that for this concert that we're playing tonight it'll be that way for sure I think the other one, I'm not sure that it works that way, but we have recordings of it, so maybe we'll do something with their live recordings at some point. Yeah, with that and, first um, with that first Twitch performance, Big Brother came in and said, we can't allow this to be seen oh, by the public. Oh, man. This yeah. This will, in, this will inflame change, yeah. You're going to have to encrypt <laughs> this one. God. How, is, this how, is Big Brother, how is Big Brother doing? <laughs> he's okay. I think he's, he's a little lonely in quarantine. Yeah, oh, that makes sense. It's yeah, he's 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 grouchy. He's always <laughs> been a grouch. I mean, he's a loner, right? And so now he's you know just he's kinda in his apartment. He's just kind of kicking around, projecting, yeah, well, t- but, taking his stuff know, out on others. You know, yeah. It's hard to feel too sorry for him though, because you build your whole identity on being this loner, and what do you expect? You're alone. What, I don't know. What exactly. do you want me to do about it? Damn. Yeah, take and, it out also, on me. and also, uh, it sounds like you have a lot of entertainment. In quarantine, you can like watch everybody yeah. all at once. That'd be kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, kind of nice. Glass half full, uh, perhaps. <laughs> but yeah, uh, the show that we're doing tonight, and uh, maybe two weeks later, people would want to watch. Uh, it's really fun because uh, our our the, our buddies uh, Amin Zarukian and Tony Thaxton they uh, they uh, support us uh, and guitar and drums respectively, Sweet. and then also uh-huh. Tony Sharp. Uh, uh, a dear friend of ours for many years he has uh access to this like really great public access gear from like i don't know early 90s mike that's like live editing software and so we get to have um performances that uh are like captured by different cameras and uh, it's a little it's dynamic it's not just a sort of uh with a one camera pointed at our eyeball that's fun. Yeah, it's not just a locked off shot of a single eyeball like you were probably expecting it to be. We just want to put like rub that rumor out right here. But yeah, it's really cool because it's uh, with that editing system they have uh, Highland Park TV. That's Stoney's deal. They like it's these fun analog style VHS looking wipes and like screen share stuff. And yeah, it's fun. Um, and Definitely go back and check that out because parts of it will probably be on Instagram at the very least. Yeah. To tease it out, to tease you guys to get to Twitch. Right. That's right. Now, is the Twitch Twitch channel is a Don't Stop or Would Die channel? Yeah. Yeah. Twitch.tv slash Don't Stop or Will Die. Awesome. And Mike Um, and I were talking about it. I don't think ever on Twitch, but um, I don't know if you guys remember the, I think it was an early Audi show. Twitches about teen witches, twitches. <laughs> Never it's, watched it. It sounds but, uh, familiar. Yeah, you know, I I wouldn't have watched it. Wanted to watch it then, but now I very much want to watch <laughs> it. Twitches. It all comes full circle. Yes, <laughs> in some weird way. 
You gotta watch Twitches on Twitch. On Twitch. Yeah. I wonder if Sabrina. So anyway, the cast that. of Twitches may or may not <laughs> yeah, be at the show, at the show tonight. tonight. More teasing yeah, it we out. We can't confirm because we, you know, it's supposed to be a surprise. Oh. So Mike and I have talked about, like, you know, uh, I'll, uh, and, uh, and I'm sorry, I didn't mean to hijack. We could talk about the podcast soon, but just like, uh, uh, Mike and I have talked about all uh, Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon being able to sync up with Wizard of Oz. We're going to record an album that syncs up with an episode of Twitches. Oh, perfect. <laughs> Amazing. The more specific, big, big the news. better, honestly. <laughs> and 30 yeah, minutes. I mean, I'm assuming that's a lot less like work yes. than an entire movie. Just line them up. Just really it'll, but it'll match up, honestly, perfectly. Like The lines happen right when the, their mouth moves <laughs> for that line. <laughs> just really shoe, shoehorning the lines yeah. <laughs> right in there. Um, we so, are going to do that though. That's amazing. Uh, so yeah, I mean, do you guys have, have plans to sort of like expand the Twitch channel? Is that like a thing that, or is it more the podcast? Like what's, where's it? What's the cool place to check you guys? Out? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would say this is scratching the itch for us being able to play live shows, which we have missed very, very much. And, uh, Twitch, uh, the audio quality is good, but also it has the interactive quality of a show. It's very different than obviously playing just like a concert, but mm -hmm. there's a chat and you're kind of active. But um, that kind of came out of what we were naturally doing anyway. Paul and I meet up every week and we were just kind of throwing on Insta Live and playing a song or two and chilling out for a little bit. And that basically just migrated over to Twitch and grew into you know the ability to do these shows. So I think that the these more ambitious Twitch shows will be uh, not so frequent, but I think we'll be hanging out on Twitch here and there. I believe that the podcast is the very most reliable way to find us, though. Every week we'll be putting out um, a brand new song. Sweet. Yeah, and talking about itches that get scratched, yeah, our podcast uh, song a week, that kind of came out of the the itch of just uh yeah when we'd meet up once a week we'd usually like stumble upon like a, a riff or two or a, a notion or a little lyric that we liked and a lot of times those would just kind of get lost or not explored because we'd move on to other stuff or if you're if we were recording uh trying to put out a, a proper album we'd have to be choosy and kind of like pick stuff and focus hard on it and with this, we still focus and are choosy, but it's it's nice. We're allowed to like, uh, if we have a, a notion, uh, we get to explore it once a week. It's, yeah. it's been really uh, fun so far. Yeah. It's, as we go along, I feel like it even takes the heat off of it a little bit because putting out a song every week, uh, it, 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 it will, I think, allow us to really indulge in each song and kind of they can be very disparate and don't have to belong together they don't all get released on the same album which like paul just said can be a little it's a cool thing to release an album but it's definitely a thing and it's precious and you get precious about mm -hmm. you know um and the songs take on a new meaning but um uh yeah i'm excited to see where it goes so far it's gone to some fun spots I was wondering, is it all pre-planned out? Do you know exactly, like, for every, pretty much every episode, you know what song? You already recorded everything? Or is it, like, one of those things where it's, like, two weeks from now, we don't know what's coming out. We'll see what uh, we come up with kind of thing. I'd say the first Baker's Dozen, we got figured out and, like, recorded and, and uh, half fully ready to go, other half, like, basically ready to go. And mm -hmm. then... Yeah, talk to us in a few months when we're like totally our heads are underwater. And <laughs> so there's not even a set ending. It's not we, like we're going to release an album's worth of songs every week. It's just like we'll see how long this goes and how many songs we have and how we want to put them out kind of thing then. Yeah, well, I was thinking, Mike, uh, we haven't even discussed this, Mike, ever, but I was thinking like, oh, if you just go a year and that's 52 songs and the conventional album is 12 songs, that's four albums. That means we are releasing four Abbey Road level Shit. quality albums this year. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, yeah. the oh, sorry for the listeners. Started... I just raised my arms. Yeah. yeah, that's right. I mean, the podcast started on November 11th, so this year we only got one Abbey Road out. But next year, 
there will be four four Abbey Roads completely completely professional Beatles albums, <laughs> we, and they'll all sync up with we, Abbey Road, right? Yeah, they'll yeah. all sync up with Abbey Road. It's, it's also like the Dylan switches. schedule. It's like yeah, <laughs> yeah, it'll line up with both and um, Dark Side of the Moon. Ooh, Bob this Dylan actually, line up with the album. Not Bob <laughs> Dylan actually called us up recently, and he was like, "How do you guys do it? You are so prolific and hardworking. How do you guys put out so much work?" <laughs> and I and we said, "Look, Bob, we're we're in the studio working hard while you're out there taking pictures with Don King outside the Chinese theater." <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you guys saw that picture, but it's pretty amazing. <laughs> yeah. when, was, where was, when was this? Was this uh, recently? I think, yeah, I think it was maybe, it, it was, it was a, I don't know, maybe it was in quarantine. No, it couldn't have been in quarantine, but it was like, uh, he lives, I think one of his homes where he lives is Los Angeles. And, and the story I think, I think he lives was, in the Chinese theater. <laughs> he's got, he's, he has to. <laughs> he, he, he uh, uh, I guess the story was like, he was just getting driven by and he was like, stop. And he jumped out and took a picture, a selfie with a, a Don King lookalike, a dress up. Amazing. I wish it was the real Don King. Not the real Don King. Yeah. One of my um, favorite Bob Dylan stories that happened maybe a couple years ago was him not getting allowed back into his show because he just like, he was in like sweats because he was like, went out jogging and he looked disheveled and the bouncer was like, no, you're not coming in, buddy. Nice try. You're Bob Dylan. Okay, sure. This is it. I like that it wasn't even like raggedy jean jacket and jeans. It was like dad sweats. Yeah. <laughs> Quick sidebar: Is Don King like the Times Square Elmo of L.A.? <laughs> like, what's the story there? Are they, what are, what are the characters? A, they of, work. Uh, I know they they kind of tag team. They go back and forth between coasts. <laughs> the Elmo guy is the Don King guy. What? Yeah. Yeah, Might be, oh, it's the same person. girl in the costume. I don't know. Shit, man. <laughs> Movie magic. Movie magic. That's, <laughs> what a that's time to be alive. That's the kind of dreams that come true out here <laughs> every day. You touched on something earlier. All right, we're going to get serious now. Oh, wow. Yes. Um, yeah. You touched on something earlier about riffs and lyrics. Um, do you usually have music first or lyrics first, or does it depend case to case? Hmm. I would say most of the time we fall into um, a musical groove first. Not always. Sometimes, sometimes the lyric comes first, but I would say the lion's share of the time, uh, our songs come up organically when when we're playing together. Sometimes we send each other stuff, though. The stuff where the lyrics seem a little more pre-baked mm-hmm. is when Paul or I will send like an iPhone recording of something to the other and then sometimes there's like already lyrics on it i don't know paul what do you think no i'd say i think yeah there even in those cases it's it's usually based on uh the music whatever kind of vibe of the music almost not even just like the our voices but i mean our voices too but sometimes subject matter will just be all based on what the tone of the song is. So if it sounds right. uh, like we have a song, uh, hold for applause <laughs> <laughs> called a uh, good old boys. And, uh, it's like a kind of like a Texas, like rock country bar type song. And the music <laughs> came first and I'm sure those lyrics followed afterwards. Cause the music sounded like redneck rock or something. <laughs> My college band, my business failed in three weeks. That was, uh, it was another, it was a different band. I don't, I don't want any anti-MBF3W word getting out there. <laughs> Rocking pitchfork. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, uh, uh, I guess Mike and I have known each other for about 20 years now. So it's been a long, wow. long, long creative collaboration. Oh. <laughs> I was, I was curious, um, you so kind of Tony joined f- after uh, Harris passed away and you started back again. Um, Tony kind of joined first, right? Yeah. Um, of well, depending on um, first of 
uh, Amin, who plays guitar mm-hmm. and, and miscellaneous, uh, produced our records oh, okay. uh, with Harris. So he and Dan Molod, who plays in uh, Lucius and Chimney, oh, cool. they produced uh, the gorgeous album that we did with Harris. Okay. And, and Amin is old, old pals with Harris and that we, and we met him through Harris and we met Dan through, through Harris also. So then, um, then Amin and Dan, then when Paul and I uh, got, got everything together for the gorgeous album, then Amin and Dan, they produced that too. So Amin was already performing a lot with the band on those tracks, all the guitar and all that stuff. That's all he and Dan. So I guess who first is, I don't I guess there's not really a clear answer to that, but I would say that Amin's been in, in the mix uh, for a long time. And then, yeah. And then when uh, Harris passed away, uh, yeah, Tony, I met Tony probably uh, a year or so, um, six months to a year after I was doing his uh, podcast, Feliz Navi Pod. And uh, I found out, um, uh, while I was over there that uh, at his place that he uh, he had a drum set and I was like oh you're a drummer and then uh, next time we were in need of a drummer we asked him and uh, I mean he's he's amazing so uh, we were very lucky to have him join us I, re- I remember a specific moment watching uh, the Highland Park video it, it's it's just fun there's like the two of you just being classic goofballs and then you just <laughs> see a shot of Tony just like these two. And it's one of the cutest moments I've ever seen in my life. He does kind of, as you like describe that right now, I did think he's kind of like not, not irritable at all in the same way, but he is kind of like Dave to our chipmunks. (laughs) (laughs) You boys. Yeah. Yeah. He's not getting mad. Maybe he's just more admired or something, but, uh, well, let's see. I'm Theodore. I think you're Alvin. And that makes a mean, Simon, the dorky one. <laughs> okay, so I wear one big red sweater with A on it, and now I'm the Alvin. <laughs> <laughs> well, you only wear one sweater, but you wear it every day. That's what. Did. Um, or it could be that, like, Amin and Tony are not as curmudgeonly as this, but they're like Statler and Waldorf. Mm. And behind us on the battle. I yeah. was gonna ask we're if, all goofballs. Those guys are silly too. <laughs> I was gonna ask if like they've ever made any like comments of the difference between touring with Don't Stop or Will Die or Motion City Soundtrack or Spirit Kid. Like are there any like big differences between the two? I mean, mostly they say that we're just way more professional and experienced and seasoned than um, <laughs> these bands who have been performing. <laughs> that's another That's like. another one um, I have to we controversial. Did, uh, we, it was funny, like, touring with those guys because we they have a wealth of experience doing so, and, and, <laughs> and we did it, and I think that was probably fun for them to watch. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think it's also, uh, it's just a totally different vibe. The crowd's the people that are coming to our shows are this hybrid audience kind of of comedy people. And, you know, that when we, when we tour, we play places where, you know, people go and see podcasts when they tour and comedy shows, but also big bands and stuff. That's like the most fun place to play for us. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Am I answering your question? I don't yes. know. I think I've veered off. Perfect. I thought no, you perfect. were. I love veers. Okay, good. I love veers. Um, that actually maybe I, I was thinking earlier today how like just imagining if someone was just a diehard don't stop or will die fan but knew nothing about either of your uh, other careers and is just like watching love one day is like the guy from Don't Stop or Will Die got a, a TV show on Netflix. Wow, good, good for him. I'm glad the music worked out so well that he got this yeah. Netflix show. Yeah. Good good on him. Yeah, it was all. It was the the whole show was sold entirely on "Don't Stop" music, and then we just kind of crammed in this bullshit about a uh, romance into it. <laughs> Classic yeah. Hollywood moment. That's Hollywood yep. baby. <laughs> Hollywood baby. That's just Hollywood baby. You got a lot of Chicago That's Don folks. King's in. Hollywood. <laughs> yes, we did have a lot of Chicago folks. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. Yeah, and uh, I think right we. Uh, um, 
Are, are, are you from uh, the second city? I spent some time in the second city. It's been a, it's, it's been a solid six years over there. And Ooh, I don't right. mean the comedy troupe. I, of course, just mean right. the writ large. The I was in the city proper and dabbled in the in the comedy troupe of oh, the okay. second city. So did you know Did you know Chris Witowski? Uh, I tangentially, he was kind of like an older class than I did, but my wife knows him and they were at the annoyance together doing a bunch of different shows at the annoyance. Um, Oh, beautiful. And I I was at IO, but we, a lot of people cross paths and stuff. So my first, uh, bringing it to music, my first, uh, concert ever was in Chicago at the, uh, Metro. Yeah. I, I saw, I went because, uh, I was getting really into Wesley Willis. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Oh shit. Rock over London. And he was o- Rock over he Chicago. was opening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was opening for uh, a band that later, like within a month, would break up, and I didn't know the significance of them so much so that I left after two songs because I had already seen Wesley Willis. But Wesley Willis <laughs> opened for uh, Sublime. Wow. Whoa. <laughs> Did the I- Metro? That's. That's fantastic. I, yeah, that's fun. My sister, my big sister, took me to see the met, uh, them when I was like probably fourteen, and it, it was mind blowing. It was just the best. Cool sister. Yeah. Cool sister. That's cool awesome. sister. Yeah, that's our side project. Cool sister. <laughs> what was the commute like from where you were in Iowa? What was the commute to Chicago? Like, was that where you went for all the big shows and stuff? It was close enough. Yeah, Mike. To... When we when yeah, we were in Iowa like City, three and a half hours. Oh, I remember yeah. traveling to. Evanston to I think to see uh, Weezer. Yeah, on yeah. Their, Tenacious D was opening for them. Wow, and, uh, it was fun. That was That's super show. fun. Yeah, everybody put Chicago on their tour. I mean, that was that, that was maybe the best part of living in Chicago is that every band came through. It's the second city. Well, it, it was funny living in Iowa City, Mike. We I, I don't know if you remember. We would know when a band would like be passing through because. We'd be eating at like Subway or something, and you'd look out and you just see these like four beautiful men in cool clothes, and they're all like <laughs> skinny and well like dressed like they're from like Planet uh, Rad. <laughs> <laughs> and you, it would always be, oh, they were the band that was coming through Iowa City on their way to Lawrence, Kansas, or Minneapolis, or Omaha, or something. <laughs> Well, Chicago is awesome for live music, and I'll say too the uh, thanks to Tony has told us too that like it's like one of the most fun cities to play as a band. Like people love live music there, and like concert goers are it's great crowds. Totally crowds, fun. They crowds. just yeah, they love it, and they love to like from what I gathered, they love to like support the unknown entity. So like Chicago yeah. gets really jazzed to like discover music uh-huh. because then when they level up, they're like, I saw these guys <laughs> back at the Metro when this took me, you know what I mean? It's like, it, yeah. there's a source of pride. So Metro is oh, yeah. like the back at the club. Yeah. I saw them back yeah. at the, uh-huh. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I saw them at back at the dot, dot, dot. Back at the yeah. dot, dot, dot. Back at the dot, 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 dot. Sorry. There was a glitch there. Um <laughs> I to get real, real and raw. I have to pee so bad because I'm full of tequila sunrise. Feel free to continue. I'll be right back. Oh, nice! Were you having in honor of the sloppy boys? Yes, actually, it was already my drink, and then it it timed out perfectly for Henry for helping me out. I it's it like we're doing tequila sunrises today. That's great. It was already your drink, meaning like it's already your rave. Yeah, my go to like at nice. the bar. I I got lucky enough that you know the Royal American, mm-hmm. lovely place in Charleston. They were so sick of emptying out the cherry maraschino cherry juice that they're like, all right, we'll get grenadine so you can quit bothering us about this cherry juice <laughs> for the tequila sunrise. But anyway, I'll be right back. Making Feel it, free to continue. Making cool. a difference in the world. I um, made a, um, uh, a couple days ago that the Sloppy Boys had tweeted like that they were doing a tequila sunrise episode. And uh, I, I replied to them, <laughs> they didn't get a like. <laughs> it's like, but then you have that feeling where it's like, you guys saw this, right? Did, yeah, maybe, maybe they didn't see it. I haven't gone back and checked in the last uh, day or so. Maybe maybe they have, but it wasn't immediate. And look, maybe it wasn't worth a like. I I I could I could accept that. Yeah. <laughs> 
That was funny when I we came. Said, uh, they said, uh, you know, they were making Tequila Sunrise, and I said, uh, my favorite um, uh, book is Tequila Sunrise. Okay, okay Te- all right. Okay. Tequila See? Sunrise. Tequila Sunrise. I can't hit like fast enough. I'd like that. Thank I do you guys. like that. I like that in real time, which. Is that more Gosh, important? it's nice to know that I have better friends than those <laughs> sloppy boys. And no, they're the funniest, uh, uh, funniest goofs on earth, and I love their music. They rock. Yeah, it's very, yeah. it's very fun. Well, the the thing, yeah, it's just so palpable when you listen to Sloppy Boys or you guys. It's just like there is this fun energy. It's like where comedy fuels music. Music fuels yeah. the the comedic ideas. I wonder. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll pay a big compliment to the Sloppy Boys, which is like, uh, uh, I remember it was like 20 years ago, I was reading an interview with uh, Matt Sharp of Weezer and the rentals and stuff. And Mm -hmm. he was saying like, it's really easy to write a sad song that makes people sad or a a mad song, angry song that makes people angry. But he was like, uh, it's really hard to write a song that captures joy and expresses joy and gets others other people to feel joy totally and Without uh, i feel faults. like yes or right like maybe can somehow maybe mm-hmm. it's hap- it happens all the time it's just not authentic or good but yeah with the sloppy boys i i'm like always impressed by like each song they're able to uh really get fun and joy across like each time it's a it's a it's a huge move it's great it's it's like well i was thinking about this because we were watching i was watching some interviews with you guys and you you brought up ween the band Ween, yes. like some of the mm-hmm. quarantine stuff that you've been going through. And I think about a band like that. I think about Corin Ween. Cor- Corin Ween. Corin Ween. Uh, Corin Tween. Yeah. Corin Tween. Twitch. <laughs> Twitch. Twitch tweens. Corin Twitch. Um, yeah, I think about those bands that like dance the line where it's like, I wouldn't consider Ween like a, a comedy band, but their stuff is very funny and it like is quirky and it's joyful and it's weird and it's yeah. like, what it's, it's so. Brett and I were even talking. It's so weird defining music. Yeah. So I mean, like, how do you how do you guys square with that of like the the um, maybe the moniker of like comedy band and maybe like not feeling like that fits or or does it? Hmm. Oh no! My <laughs> mic just tipped over that. to answer like with a Mister Bean like <laughs> gesture like. We're <laughs> I would say my answer comes more from a place of uh, like we want the songs to be good and also to be a band that I don't know just doesn't take anything too 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 seriously like we're not um, I don't know I think we kind of undercut uh, anytime we get genuine about things for that reason perhaps totally um yeah, Mike, you saying that it's this not... is making me think like I'm trying to think of any regardless of comedy, I just don't know of any band that I've really loved that wasn't at least on some level uh, comedy or funny isn't the right word or, or just like I, I don't think I've ever fallen in love with a band that was 100% serious. Well, Joyful yeah. joyful was a great way to put it. I feel like, you know, I guess I never really but like listening to you guys or listening to Sloppy Boys, it's like yeah, there's a lot of just like very natural joy. It's just fun. It's I like, asked Amin like once. I think you and me asked Amin like, what's the what band is like the least funny? Just in that they they're the most serious and take themselves the most seriously. Mm. And he said, I don't know, The Cure. Hmm. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I can see that. <laughs> They write happy songs, but I sure. could have never see them kind of be like, let's let's poke fun at our the yeah. way we like wear eye makeup. <laughs> sure, yeah. You need a sense of humor. Maybe the Eagles. The Eagles probably take themselves a little too seriously. I think it's for some reason Radiohead comes to mind. Oh yeah, I've heard they when have a good last sense time of Radiohead humor? wrote a song with a fart sound effect. Yeah, like a boing or a sproing. Uh, well, Kid A has that big fart at the beginning. Ooh. <laughs> to kick it off. But that was wow. a while ago. <laughs> what, a U2, maybe? U2 seems like a stern band. Very, very yeah. Uh, yeah. self-righteous. And not Howard Stern. Mm. 
True. Remember when Howard Stern was the front man for U2 for about five years? Wow. I, I don't think it worked. But but Robin <laughs> was still like sitting off to the side of the stage chiming in. Well. <laughs> 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 I think, uh, you know, U2 is good in the sense, Mike, that talking serious shit here, guys. Get down into 40 it. 40 minutes into this, it's time to talk some shit. <laughs> I don't like U2. I'll go along with that. No, same. Mike, what are your thoughts and feelings? Maybe I'm not, this is probably not controversial. I'm sure anybody who like is a snob <clears throat> does it like you do, but it's not a hot take at all. I mean, I think, I mean, image wise, completely off putting, like the yeah. way that they present in a, a corporate way or something. But also, there's just not very many U2 songs that I like enough to stand up. You know what I mean? Like, uh, Radiohead. I guess I want them to be serious or something. Cause I'm like, yeah, I, I vibe on this music. So you being serious about it, I get being super serious about, I don't know, but you two has a couple of songs that I like. I feel like Paul and I had this conversation many years ago and what I think you said, maybe it was Harris, but I think it was you that was like, Oh, they do ballads really well. Like you two does a good, like mm. a rock ballad. Yeah. But everything else true. is just kind of like, eh. Somebody else does it better. Right. I'd feel embarrassed maybe rocking out to you too, or like dancing to you too. But I guess if a ballad was on and I shed a tear, I would not be embarrassed at all. Yeah. Well, Tommy Lee Jones made his bomb um, to um, you two in the movie. Gosh, I forgot the name of it, but he makes bombs. Okay, bye. Oh, he <laughs> away. Batman forever. Yes, thank you. And it's on Throw a big away. boat. Spoiler. He's he's he's, he's <laughs> part of that. The he's location like is the spoiler. That. He loves his boat. <laughs> in Blown Away, Tommy Lee Jones is like an ex-member of the IRA, and he's like building bombs that Jeff Bridges has to stop, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. That's the one. We did it. Uh, he we... sings along to U2, I think. <laughs> he also does what he's two-faced in Batman Forever. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> I think it's like a contractual thing with him. I think we should probably look at every movie. He might do it in every movie. <laughs> I think there could be a conspiracy. I'm willing to, I'm willing to entertain <laughs> look it. Look into it. Look into it. The next QAnon. Why does every song in Tommy Lee Jones' movies... Hmm, I phrased that poorly. <laughs> <laughs> we'll never get this conspiracy the off the ground. Uh, let it go. It's time to go. Sorry, I can't do it. <laughs> It's all right. We're not eloquent enough to be the next QAnon. Yeah. <laughs> it's a sign. That's what they're known for. Elegance. <laughs> yeah. Wait, elegance? Eloquence. Eloquence. And elegance. <laughs> they know how to dress up in a suit. <laughs> uh, speaking of elegance, I'm going to do a really elegant segue um, wow. into... Uh... <sighs> Wait. That's that what the elegant. Pope has. <laughs> the Pope owns an elegant segue. Yes. <laughs> Does it have the bulletproof glass around it? St. Peter's Basilica to the bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) Kicking it up a notch. Poke to the future. All right, it's been a, there's been a recurring segment here where uh, my friend Andre from a secret guest any um, guests of the Doughboys he has Doughboys related questions uh, for them. So uh, Mm -hmm. the first one he asks is. Michael Cassidy, which are you more proud of? The entire Don't Stop or We'll Die discography or the Doughboys theme? (laughs) Uh, Well, I would never want to poo-poo anything about the Doughboys, but it is just one piece of music, you guys. It's just one thing. You making me choose between dozens and one? I can't do that. Truth be told, I mean, also, though, Paul's right here, man, so I can't I, I, say the other yeah, one. I know. I, I felt <laughs> uncomfortable asking. Don't Stop or We'll Die and Doughboys, to be fair, they, they use a lot of the same letters. D-O-S. Oh, shit. Oh. So it's yeah. Wow. Wait, Don't Stop or We'll Doughboys. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, you might want to look into that, but I think there could be some copyright. Is this going back into QAnon territory? Yeah. We've unlocked um, this floodgate. I get that question, though. The The theme song Mike wrote for Doughboys is a banger. And I've thought before, like, how many people uh, it, it's gotten people amped up. It's true. Mm-hmm. It's true. It, I, I just the uh, 
I can't even explain it. The just the charge I get from it whenever I fire exactly. up a new Doughboys episode. Well, feels exactly. good. well, they came to me and they said, "Look, this is going to be the most lazy, um, dragging piece of garbage in the world. We need just twenty seconds of TNT to start us off. We're doomed." <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, it's going to be just really just let that ride for, for an hour and a half. <laughs> no, I don't know. Of course not. It, they, they, they were masterful at it from the beginning, despite their theme being that they thought that their show was bad. <laughs> I also thought like just now when you, you Brett, when you reference like the, that the people hear the theme song when the show starts, I know with certain podcasts, the opening theme, it's like a, when you're a dog, like a dinner bell, of like it, it just shoots something off in your brain yeah, that's Pavlovian like I'm getting response. treats. Yeah. So <laughs> I never even thought about how for Mike, your son probably does have some tie-in with like people's brains of like McDonald's and two guys like being funny, <laughs> shitty about each other. Yeah. If I just like went out into Times Square and went, the boys, <laughs> there'd be all these dogs would flock up to me and birds would land on my arms. You'd be surrounded and... by Elmos and Don Kings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Don, Don King would be wrapping his arms around my belly. Elmos and Don Kings, <laughs> another album title to think about. Yep, mm-hmm. here it is. <laughs> um, all right, this Doughboys related question is uh, for Paul. Um, of course. Is there anything you were more shocked about than uh, Neil Campbell's one fork rating of Pizza Hut? Well, I, I've said this before to to friends, to Neil himself. When I first heard that on the podcast, and Neil said one fork, no exaggeration, no figure of speech, a literal like (gasps) from like me, I gasped. My jaw dropped and I gasped. I did not see it going there. Now later, Neil lays out a case, which I understand. And I can understand. I'm not saying like I disagree with the one for it. It's just when I first heard it, 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 it startled me. I almost drove my car um, into Mitch's house. Not out of shock, but hours rage. later. Out of vengeance. Yeah, rage. <laughs> Pure vengeance. <laughs> Tangential. Um, the one fork is a stinger. That's a stinger. Stings. Yeah. It, it, All right. It was I'll so early that. in that show too. That <laughs> was so early in the Doughboys too. That was like the first one fork thing, probably. It's like a the first like historical episode where just everybody's <laughs> talking about it and just it put it put it put Doughboys on the map. I think. At least what Doughboys? What the Doughboys legacy is to the Kennedy administration. Neil's Pizza Hut One Fork rating is like the Cuban Missile Crisis. It was sort of like the first. First blood. First blood. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) All right. One one more Doughboys related question. Um, Are Nick and Mitch as funny in real life as they are on the pod? Funnier. Oh. Funnier. So they tone it down. On the, <laughs> the, the constraints of the podcast format have put them in a particular. Um, we've known those guys for a long time. They are completely hysterical, very smart, very funny guys. It, the podcast is no illusion. They're great dudes. <laughs> this is going to sound like, uh, oh my God, I would hate my guts if I heard somebody else say this. <laughs> but like Nick and, and Mitch are super, super funny. And then, like, eight of our, uh, ten of our other friends are equally super, super funny. I mean, Nick and Mitch are in another category as well, just in terms of funniness. They're, like, beyond funny. But, like, I have thought before, I've thought, like, man, Nick and uh, Mitch are, like, beloved. People think they're so funny. I get this, like, just as a... Fred, the two of them sometimes just talk like it. I feel very, it feels very special. And then also just thinking like, and then many friends, do I have, this is, edit this out later because I hate myself. (laughs) I'm like, do I have some of the funniest people in the world as my friends? It it does feel good sometimes. 
nice. You gotta Aww. appreciate the things you have in your life. You know? Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean they're all right. they're all a bunch of reprobates. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wouldn't trust any of them. They'll slit your throat but, to get a croissant. <laughs> but aren't they funny? But they're funny, yes. I think that vibe totally comes through in in your music where it's like, I want to hang out with these guys. Like, I want to be their buddies. Uh, it just seems like nice. this stuff is, like, super fun. And, like, you're just, nice. you're just clowning with your pals. And so the fact you don't want to be that friends about, with Bright Eyes, though, wouldn't you? <laughs> you you do wonder what Connor's like yeah. in uh, real life, you know. He, well, maybe he gets all his Omaha. sadness out in the songs, and That's he's just true. the sweetest, funniest guy, perhaps in real life. <laughs> well, Mike and I, being from Northwest Iowa, Connor Oberst uh, is a a folk hero around our parts. Just being yeah. from Omaha, I was gonna say it's pretty close. Hear, yeah, you'd hear stories where people would be like. I saw him texting outside a Target. <laughs> That's awesome. What? He uses phones? No way. <laughs> That's wild. That was my thought. I was like, oh, he has a phone? That's so weird. What? Yeah, Somebody... I'm disappointed that he has a phone. Yeah. yeah. I know. I, he He's should be using it. landlines. I want um, it to be like a loon. Or a loom, a loom. A loom. Like how, I, how I want him to text. Or it's like a falcon. A... He sends a, like he sends a he bird. He just communicates with owls. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> Amazing. Um, that actually does kind of lead, right, back to serious. Like, what would you say? I mean, we kind of talked about this a little bit. Like, your biggest, like, non-comedic uh, musical influences what would you say or comedic really kind of like both I want to know yeah I want to know what comedic bands Mikey <laughs> we like the band Mikey <laughs> uh, Mikey classic I, like Mikey. I saw them at the Metro <laughs> <laughs> um, well certainly from childhood uh we all owe Mr. Yankovic quite a yeah hand. oh yeah yeah almost is like a redundancy or goes without saying or something but just baseline I think um, when I was for every I don't know for every band that wasn't in that vibe I, I mean I was listening at that time to like very disparate stuff Guns and Roses and Miles Davis and whatever I had ba- I had band teacher parents so I had oh, you know. Oh, cool. I was listening to a lot of weird shit, but the, um, the other comedic influences, I don't know, like besides, besides listening to Al and, and, and Monty Python albums, I feel like I wasn't getting anything until Tenacious D. And then I started listening to bootlegs at Tenacious D, Mm -hmm. um, which cracked my skull open and yeah. um, and And, uh, it's funny because in a way, Tenacious D is influential in that they, uh, everything they do, we try to avoid because they're so good at it. And I remember we once wrote a song that Harris was kind of like, it's a little too Tenacious D. We're like, we know, we know. Okay, we'll change some stuff. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> so it's almost like, yeah, they're influential in how like influential they are. You just want to sort of avoid any... Can Same I just with like ask Ben Folds Five, like right. mm-hmm. being a p- acoustic piano, uh, fuzz bass band trio. We had to figure out different ways to, uh, like, sound different. Yeah, sidestep that sound a little bit. Yeah, I was gonna say you it's could like, never write a brick. It's like you both have fuzz bass, but the, the piano, the piano style is a bit different from Ben Folds Five. It's like the the same instrumentation, but you you have like more. I don't know fluid flourishes you know yeah yeah i'll take it yeah yeah hear that ben my old nemesis Ah, benjamin (laughs) benjamin (laughs) do you hear me yeah we'll have a duel one day with guns not a piano (laughs) duel like you have at a bar i want to when i have guns (laughs) yeah his name's benjamin because he Hasn't been jamming since the early aughts. Oh, dad jokes back in the house. We got the dad style back on board. Ben, Ben, I'm gonna leave. I actually don't think that. Uh, Uh, I don't know why you said that. Under the 
No, I no, just no, saw an opportunity fine. for a pun, and I went for it. Sorry. Uh, Mike, when um, you were talking about passing Tenacious D tracks around, it, so, it brought back such a vivid memory of like that time pre-internet when everybody was yeah. just sort of like, hey, have you heard these guys? And it was just like, oh, yeah, my God, awesome. this is the greatest thing I've ever heard. And they, they tell you plainly in their music, we're the greatest band ever. <laughs> and it's like, oh, it's so clear to me. Or like the like HBO show, like, have you seen them on HBO? Like, I do wonder yeah, what that greatest so song in the, the world time. sounds like, though. Because that, was, that, was, that? was just a tribute. I wonder what the actual greatest song in the world sounds like. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, because it wasn't actually it. that song. Right. 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 <laughs> uh, no, they're, uh, yeah, they're fantastic. And um, uh, you get to meet old Jables. You guys collab at all? Are there any? <laughs> we, have, well, we don't have any collabs to announce. <laughs> to announce. That means they're sitting on something <laughs> and they can't say. <laughs> oh, I know what I was gonna say. The uh, yeah, the Napster downloaded Tenacious D tracks played on a Winamp MP3 player. Amazing. Yeah, like yeah, Winamp definitely. Yes, Lime LimeWire Tenacious D. Kazaa. Was, Kazaa. It was like it was like yeah, Kazaa, and it was like Tenacious underscore D backslash Live August dot whatever it was like a weird file name um and the thing yeah. that's lost to just like that three to four year window of time that we'll never get back is like you could type in a napster kazaa or whatever like weird al and just any doofus who considered himself a weird al would call his song weird al so mm-hmm. rube so like he would download, download it, it. and listen to like I think I fought it again. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's so funny. I, there was hey, one. Paul, um, Paul, when we're off, can you email me that one? <laughs> I Same. It's already in your mouth. It's, oh! oh cool. Guys, give me a second. I'm going to listen to this. Just shut up for a second. <laughs> <Hold> on. <laughs> okay, great. I listened to it. It's really good. <laughs> Story checks out. Thanks it, for coming back and joining us slaps. again. All right. <laughs> I'm back. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um. Well, happy Friday the 13th, guys. Oh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Spooky times. Find many spooky black cats in your path. Oh. oh. Many oh. ladders. Many ladders. Many ladders. Many ladders, broken mirrors. Uh-huh. I did see um, a broken TV else? on the side of the road today. Is that an that omen? That counts. That's, That's good. Count. That's a bit cool. of a mirror. That reminds me when I was in uh, high school and uh, I had my first girlfriend. I was sitting on a couch holding hands with her. And you know the, like, half a second, less than millisecond part between commercials when it goes black for a moment. I remember it went black and I saw myself on a couch holding hands with a girl and I was like, oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> it didn't look right. It didn't look like how I was imagining it. <laughs> the reality of the situation is such a wild image. <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> That's the most Friday 13th I can think of. What have I become? Do commercials have that still? Do commercials have that anymore? Was that sort of like an old broadcast thing of like the dip to black between A little hiccup of black? I think it's gone. I think think sometimes. It's more of like the loading screen, right? I mean, it's like the loading bar, like... If you're streaming right. stuff, right? This There's age. been times where a load-in screen comes up, and I have to look at my face, and I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> I've I've never done coke, but Artie Lang has that really funny joke about how like cocaine is a terrible drug because when you snort it off a mirror, you have to immediately look at your fucking. Face. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, good. what a harsh reality. That's, <laughs> this is the facts of life. <laughs> oh, man. Well, Henry, do you have anything else you need to uh I don't. Add? I know you was... got a big old live stream to work up to tonight. I hope well, this was a good so warm up. chat with you guys. Yeah, yeah thanks, thanks so much for having on. us. Oh, it's totally. a dream. This was a dang delight. It's one of those Yeah, Mike things. and I are going to be drinking uh, our hot tea and lemon water. Oh, Smart. Me, 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 me. Mama made me mash my M&M's. Um, yeah, it's going to be a fun show. And uh, check out the old podcast, Song a Week, uh, every Wednesday. Don't Stop or We'll Die is releasing a brand new song, Paul and I. It's produced by Amin Zarukian and uh, Tony Thaxton, previously mentioned heroes. Sweet. Beautiful. And check out the Patreon. Hey. Because on the Patreon, that's where you can go and download each new song as an MP3. So you can just kind of have it 
That's to, cool. Oh yeah, y'all y'all asked. Leisure. Oh y'all, now you know I'm from South Carolina. Yeah. Um, I I actually asked a question and it uh, I guess I'm gonna find out the answer tomorrow. Is that when that episode comes out? Of the um, third. Oh yeah. Well, well. What's what was the question? It was uh, what question have you always wanted to be asked, and what is the answer to that question? So oh, I I almost want to ask now, but I'm gonna wait till t- whenever that episode comes out. And well, I, you might. You might hear your question. <laughs> can't wait, and I can't wait to get my name song. Oh god! All right? Yeah. That's another thing. That Patreon. Yep. You go to that Patreon. You can get bonus episodes, and that's where we answer those questions. So um, we play tunes on the bonus episodes, secret little goodies, lots of goodies. And there's yeah, like uh, I was but saying, the podcast is available for free, uh, right. Everywhere. And there's a certain level on the Patreon where. Uh, you like I was saying, you sing uh, the name of everybody. I forget which level it is. I did the highest level. It's but and we thank I, you. <laughs> you'll be re- you'll be receiving uh, your jewels in the mail. I can't wait. <laughs> thank uh, you. Thank wow. you. Feels good to have that experience. Real jewels. <laughs> you get yeah. You get real rubies sent to you. We're, Mike and I are losing our shirts on this, but we send rubies to <laughs> it's everybody. It's a horrible who, business model. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Well, we shouldn't have had our shirts made out of rubies, first of all. You guys are really up in your merch game. I mean, yeah. this is just <laughs> next level. Oh. All right. Well. Um. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. The high tier. Then you get you those uh, those Patreon subscribers. Yeah, you get your name sung on the episode. <laughs> Mike shirt. and I go to the beach. Oh, Mike and I used to be able to walk down to the beach wearing our red ruby shirts. <laughs> now we've lost them. Uh, the rubies <laughs> jangling loudly against our skin. <laughs> it was the perfect summer feeling. Oh, remember when? Oh. A simpler time. Uh, remember when? Remember when? But truly, thank you so much for having us, guys. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, thanks. It's great talking to you. It's a good. A good yeah, you too. A good piece of joy to listen to y'all in such dark times. (laughs) Sorry, I brought that down. I mean, joy. Focus on the joy. Focus on the joy. joy. Focus on the joy. joy. Give me that joy. When times get brighter, then Mike and I will just write really dark songs. (laughs) There we go. I want you guys to know that I used um, tremendous restraint not to... um, Oh, you can't hear that. (laughs) I have this... He has sound I have a soundboard. Ah! (laughs) And I just did like a drum... Like a didn't. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if you ever listened. I want to hear it. I know I can't. I can't. It'll be on the episode. We'll send it to you. Yeah. Dang it. <laughs> Sorry, that was so Just anticlimactic. I was I was very excited, and then uh, realized you guys can't hear it. <laughs> I wanted it. Uh, the I don't know if you ever. There, the New York Times has a, like a news podcast on the, like this guy hosted Michael Bar- Barbaro. Yeah. And he goes. He goes. Hmm. Mm, mm. Uh, and mm-hmm. I swear they have like a Babaro board. <laughs> yep, totally. I'm just like, uh huh. Ooh. He yeah. said, I think he said in an interview that he agrees vo- uh, like verbally like that so that he's playing the listener who's taking it in. Mm-hmm. Mm. I feel like it's a therapist uh-huh. who wants you to like you follow up on their interests. <laughs> I listened to that, and um, our friend uh, Aaron was like do you know what that guy looks like and i was like no it's like and this guy is not it's like he's a, it's not about what he looks like but i was just like uh oh, i don't now i got a picture i was better not knowing what he looks totally like, <laughs> like I, I think not he that looks he's, like a more... he's not ugly or weird looking or anything he's just totally normal great looking guy <laughs> but great you, guy. you... My, maybe i have a crush on this yeah. guy but <laughs> i think he looks like, like a pretentious, I didn't want to him. a pretentious george lucas <laughs> wow yes <laughs> Don't you think? Accurate. Yeah. With, Definitely. Yeah. With he had a fitter, I think. I think he's a bit more fit than George, yeah. but I think that you're right. Well, I think any kind of fitness is pretentious to us, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey. Right. Who does that asshole think he is? Right. If you're uh, fit, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, and also probably, because I've seen Michael Barbaro, I think, with Wicket, the Ewok, on his shoulders before. Oh, Yeah. Uh, there's 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 that picture of him in Times Square, <laughs> right? Um, with Wicked yeah. on his shoulder, with a couple of Jedi's. Yes, Some Jedi's. Yeah, um, <laughs> a couple of Jedi's. Just a couple of Jedi's. <laughs> hey, look at us! Just four Jedi's. <laughs> Shoot the shit. Oh. Sounds like an improv opening. Okay, <laughs> okay, four Jedi's. 
Well, gather and around, go. Jedi's. Yeah. <laughs> Um, thanks again well, for having us, guys. Fun time. Thank you. Yeah. Have fun tonight. Bye. Thanks. See you guys. So I'll hit stop record here and then send it to you guys. I just didn't want to leave the meeting and, and lose you. <laughs> yeah, totally. No, that's I'm going to hit stop record. Okay. I'll and hit then... stop record now. Perfect. This has been Comfort Monk Productions.